0: welcome back everybody to another edition of the It up podcast I'm joined with jamal it's friday ish jamal how you doing man i'm doing fantastic it it has we have started back yeah how, how is that so there's about a handful of states that start as early as we do and mm-hmm. um it's just funny how every state really it's revolving around their tourism schedule mm-hmm. and uh really we most schools try to get out before the indy 500 here in indianapolis so therefore we try to get out like may 24th kind of thing so we started back a little earlier that yeah. and most schools here on a balanced schedule so yeah. we're used to going back heck there's been a couple years we we went back like july 30th or yeah. 29th even but this year was like august 2nd so august 3rd something like that and, and, and it's it's you know, I, I think that we're kind of the the, the test run. There's some te- there's some states right now that are the test run, and mm-hmm. some. And, and actually, today's episode full disclosure is not going to be about whether you should go back or not. We're not going to discuss that. We'll, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, it, it, you know, Anna, uh, her high school is it's two days on, two days off. Okay. They have block scheduling, so mm-hmm. uh, her first two days of school were at home, <laughs> right. and her second two days of school. We're at school and she actually likes it. Class sizes are about at 10. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, she gets to work for another two days then at home and get caught. I mean, it's interesting. Grant, he's, uh, you know, he's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it's funny. I, full disclosure. I, I recorded an episode two days ago, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. And that we'd actually done an episode a while ago and we, we were kind of having fun with it and we got a little bit of feedback that you had made the, the comment like what people were going to really miss was the free daycare. Yeah. And you're like, it's okay to say that because parents have to work and it should be educational daycare. Right. And I'm like, okay, okay. And the second thing we we're kind of touching on, we never really got into it is these like, like it's all the rage. Now I hear about it everywhere is learning pods. Before I get kicked off, I don't, like, I don't know if you know who Jason Calacanis is. He's a guy out in Silicon Valley, and he's kind of an institutional investor. He's a um, you know, venture fund guy. Right. And he made a post on Twitter. He's like, hey, I'm willing to pay top dollar for a good teacher to teach in my backyard. I'm going to have four other families with me. And wow. then he was going to give a $2,000 Uber Eats gift card for a person that gave them the best referral. He says, I promise you, I'll pay you better than what you're getting now. Hmm. So there was some outrage. There was some, you know, talk of equity and fairness and all this other stuff. And, but Jason was like, I want the best for my child and my child's not going to go back to work. And I have to, I mean, like he wanted to go back and he was like, "I I want a good teacher. And so he's like, I'll pay some teacher top dollar. Yeah. What's your feelings on that? Well,
1: you know <laughs> it just it, this is my first time hearing about it but i would say i would say this if you work hard for what it is that you have we all know that money gives you access to opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have um and it's an opportunity that he is ultimately created for himself so if there is someone who is willing a good teacher who is willing to get paid more. So if I can go and leave from a school district for a year and not expose myself to COVID-19,
0: at the exposure
1: rate of a normal school district and I can go Mm. and then teach four kids every day in a controlled environment where I know I'm going to be able to social distance, have, be safe. Um, I think, I think he's, I think, it's a great thing for him. I don't,
0: I mean, it's good for him. You just brought up something I didn't even fail to consider is that is the teacher that would want to take a one year leave of absence yeah. and still teach.
1: Yeah, and be safe and not lose their retirement.
0: And so get yeah, paid well.
1: And get paid well to do it and have an experience. And have and a class learn. size of four. Right, think about what that teacher <laughs> is going to learn how to do. Think, think, about, think about that teacher and, and dealing, dealing with an intense parent Number one, <laughs> the parent is your employer, right? Try to have that. So, you know, the, the levels of feedback that you're going to be drafting, like the, what that's going to do to that mind of that teacher, when they get back to public school, if they go back to public school, they're going to be fantastic. They're going to be a much better teacher because when it, it, it's just four kids, it's hard to teach. Four kids is just as hard to teach as
0: 30 kids. Hmm. So the backlash obviously has been, you know, essentially uh, people are saying, well, that's great for him. He's a wealthy Mm -hmm. guy in San Francisco, but what about the kids that don't have the money to start their own micro school?
1: What about the kids that don't have the money to start their own micro school? So like, here's the thing, right? And I'm a kid that grew up like the kids who didn't have the money to start their own macro school. But you know, in any given situation, you're going to have to find out how to be successful um, and elevate above that. You know, and and I'll say this, and and let me let me not make this about self. Let me use just just an example. you know who Frederick Douglass is. Well, of course. Of course, right, like the guy was born a slave, and i you know you, you read about his life and and what he did and his role in politics and and how he helped you know emancipate all of the slaves and he was a president of a bank uh during his time he was a he was he was a uh what's it called an ambassador. To, to the president um, in, in a lot of ways. He was born a slave, right? He was born literally with nothing, right? Um, he said that when he converted to Christianity, he um, <laughs> he didn't own his soul, nor did he own his body because his soul belonged to God and his body belonged to a slave master. But like he overcame, right? And I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not using that to, to sound like Kanye saying slavery is a choice or poverty is a choice. I, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. But what I am saying is that I believe in the potential that is in every human being to overcome the situation. And, and if he can come over, if he can do that from that extreme of a situation, then, then the kids in the community and their parents, like, like there's, there's a potential for, for maybe not this generation, but the generation that's without can grow and put in uh put put things
0: in place for their kids you know i'm glad you said that i I, um i was thinking about quite frankly some of the people that are in my life um that i I almost say the majority of them that are the most successful had really tough starts like Mm -hmm. really tough starts and um you know Ryan Holiday wrote a book called The Obstacle Is The Way and you know the the the, the per, and and he's not trying to make light of it but essentially and I'm I'm going to not even use an example from the book but you know the pers- the lady that got her leg bitten off from the sh- her sh- like got her leg bitten off by shark while surfing basically made a career and overcame and became a better person because of the missing leg. Does that right. mean that I want people to miss their leg? No, but the obstacles away. So I I like that you said that because like directors well heck I, th- I think think maybe the one of the most um, pivotal books that made me go whoa um was um oh, uh Victor Frankl uh man's search for meaning. Mm-hmm. And, and and the same with um uh, Nelson Mandela. You know, mm-hmm. these are people that had not good scenarios and boy, I even hate to say made the most of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Found meaning, found meaning. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's
1: like a a lot of it, a lot of what you, what you like, you got to be resilient. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're not like the guy who's hiring people to, you know, be teachers and he has the money to start this little small group learning thing. Like, there was a point in his life where he had to be resilient enough. Like it's not easy to make a million dollars. As a matter of fact, I'm going I'm to explain to everyone how hard it is to make a million dollars. Like, can you count a million dollars in a day? If I told you, you had to count a million dollars in a day. In ones? In, in ones or whatever, whatever multiple you want. No. Right? To, account, to, to account for that amount of money it's difficult to manage it just like every dollar in the account. And you, you try to track the spending of a million dollars, right? Mm. Some people can't keep up with $2,000, let alone a million dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so you conceptualize that to like, what does it take to, to make that kind of money and what you have to sacrifice? It's not necessarily that like, yeah, like I may come from a situation of, of privilege or, or my, my, my starting point may be a little higher than other people, but like, like that dude had to sacrifice at some point. Sure. Right. And, and it doesn't, and it doesn't mean that his sacrifice was any less than the people who have to sacrifice from a, a, a a lower starting point. Hmm. Like it requires sacrifice. So yeah, like, no good for him. Right. But then the, the people who are in, uh, yeah, I say who who are not in that same situation because it's not a color thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't have the money to do that thing, right? Mm-hmm. But what can you do, right? There's a teacher in every community, right? So you know, if if ten parents got together, we're problem solving now. If ten parents got together and you know put up five thousand dollars for the year, right? That's five hundred a month, yeah. right? 10 parents at 500 a month, you can pay a teacher to teach your kids at that grade level. That's 50 grand. Right.
0: I, I think that what a, lot of, what a lot of people are fearing now, which by, which by the way, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, matter of fact, I don't behoove Jason for wanting for the best for his kids. Right. Um, and, and, and in fact, I, I've, got, I've got an interview uh, that I'm going to release uh, this next this week basically there's essentially a staffing service. They, they made a pivot. They, they were a company that used to make, uh, they used to basically onboard, uh, mm-hmm. qualified substitute teachers Well, right. they're like, well, there's not getting new substitute teachers, you know, for the most part, because a lot right. of people are going to, so he, they, they pivoted. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I brought it up to him, like, are you worried about the inequity of it all? And he's like, yeah, but, um, and and you know, like, I, I wish that everybody had a Tesla and lived on a beach house too. However, we're going to see if we can, you know, provide, and, and we're going to see if we make things better for everybody. So, it, what I enjoyed the, his point was, and I, I, I strongly listen, you know, hope that people listen to this podcast as well. But, you know, at least they're trying some solutions. It's not perfect, and and it's, and, and it's not designed to be. So, therefore, like these micro schools that are going to pop up they're trying something now the argument is, and I totally understand and actually agree. It's now the gap that's going to get wider. Right. Is that the kids that, and I'm just going to be really um, like, like painting really broad brushstrokes, but like Mm -hmm. a kid last year that was in first grade, second grade, they barely were getting around to reading. And all of a Mm -hmm. sudden in February schools called off. Right. They didn't get a whole lot of help. The internet service wasn't there. Then they're ready to start back. It doesn't look like it's now going to happen. They're now all the way out till October. E-learning is still terrible. And now this kid who barely could read in second grade is now easily going into the third grade, almost second semester without right. much support. That is what keeps me up at night. Right. Okay. and And the thing that helps me sleep with that is
1: this is i'm be I'm gonna tread very carefully here we we as much as I'm a proponent for helping students with with deficits right um whether it be academics or you know a, they come from poverty like m- my mission as an educator is to reengage the unengaged child mm-hmm. um and to reach for the children who are in the, in the, in a pit of deficit. Right. So let me just start there, but I will say this, like it is not the responsibility of your local education agency. I'm talking, speaking from simply the, the parental lens. Now it's not the responsibility of your LEA to educate your child, that responsibility is to those parents, right mm-hmm. so now let me back up every every home situation is not good, right Th- There has to be a caring adult somewhere, right, yeah, whether you find that at school or whatever the case is, but like it, it, there there has to be a point to where we we stop making excuses for. The 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 kids who have those deficits, and we start making solutions for them because you know the thing is like I was a kid with a deficit, like I was a kid in in um, a special ed class, like I lived that life, and, and I know what it feels like. And the last thing I needed was someone to feel sorry for me, like I needed someone to expose me to the correct level of learning that I was supposed to be, but also. um like, like you have to have one caring adult. And For me, that was my sister. She was my guardian, um, for a large majority of my school career. But like parents have to take on that responsibility. Um, and if this situation doesn't show that now more than ever, it's like, it's just like going back to the guy. He's like, He's not waiting on the school to go small group and make sure that, that it's safe he's taking matters into his own hands with the resources that he has so all parents need to do that like like my daughter is gonna stay home and I'm a, me and my me and my wife are gonna teach her and, and and make sure that she understands the basics and then when it's safe again we're gonna go back but well, those are the things that I can do with the resources that I have.
0: That is, mm, I like that insight. I like that insight. I, I, yeah. Th- these are one of those times where I really feel, <sighs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I, I, when people start talking about like they know what's best for your child, I'm right. like, no, you don't. Right. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten, you know, I've had a few rounds and rounds on, on some of this. And, you know, uh, some people are like, well, that's unfair for other children. Well, guess what? I'm going to do what's best for my children. Right. And Bearing again, go ahead. and equal. True. And uh, you know, I, this is what, this is why I don't like it when people delve into the jealousy thing. um, like, I wish, like I I wish I had more too when I was a kid. Which, by the way, glad that my you know we didn't have much it made me who I am. But you know, I, I I think that when you want what's best for your child, that's it done. Um, you're doing what's best for your child. Uh, the 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 things that we're bringing up on the uh, equity for other children who don't have it as good. Hey, I understand it. I want it to be better. I'm hoping it will be better, but I, I do stop and I, I just kind of uh, shake my head when then people get mad on people like this, this anger for Jason because he wanted to hire somebody for his kid. And he has the resources to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean,
1: yeah, the, 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 the thing is, I think we, I think we over, I think we overdo it or overthink it when it comes to education. Right. Yeah. Um, and what our kids should be learning. Like this is not from any book. This is my opinion based on the observations that I see in the education system. And I'm going to do my best to oversimplify it. Okay. Going to school every day, the, the, the most impactful thing that is going to happen to your child going to a school every day Mm -hmm. is the socialization Is their socialization, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to learn more about life and people dynamics simply by just going to school. Right. Right. When it comes to being an educated individual, the only thing someone needs is to know how to read and comprehend what they're reading right? Mm-hmm. If you can read, you can learn anything. If you can read and comprehend what you're learning, you can learn anything. Like, like that's the foundation of all learning, right? You say, what about math? If I understand what that plus sign means and I'm, and I'm, and I'm able to comprehend what all that, so I can read that, then I'm, I'm okay. If I can read music, I can learn. So reading is the foundation of everything. If you can teach if like, hear me out. If you're watching this and you got parents and you trying to figure out what it is that we're going to do at home, what's going to make my child successful. If, if, if you're, if you're K, if you have a child that's kindergarten through third grade, hear me out. If you, if you take the time to ensure that they know how to read, it don't matter what grade you put them in, they're going to be successful. Yeah. They can't be lazy. Right. (laughs) They're like, they know how to read, but they don't do the work. If they do the work and they can read, they're gonna be successful. Hands down. Yeah. So as, as so as a parent, like don't, don't, don't overthink it. Make sure that your kid knows how to read. And if the, and if they're past third grade and they don't know how to read, make sure, take the time and make sure that they have what they need to learn how to read. Like it's 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 not that it's it's not the the jason's kids are not learning anything different than anyone else's kids at that same level right um they may learn different things from him personally but if if that teacher is simply teaching the the standards he's paying a lot to keep his kids safe and he has the means to do it but they learn the same stuff yeah how to read how to inquire how to write that's how to, how to be organized. Like, those are like the basic things, but the thing that makes it special is when a kid can conceptualize that and organize that information in a way to solve problems.
0: Mm, 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 mm. I don't have anything other than that. <laughs> I like that. I, uh, mm. yeah, I, man, I, Every now and then you'll do that to me where I feel like I have to say something, but I, I'll just run it. If I say anything else. Oh, all right. We'll end it there. I, other than that, man, you, what, how, how are you guys preparing for the start? When do you guys start by the way?
1: We start, we start 24th and we just moved to the first four weeks of e-learning. So we found that out today and yeah. now we are, we are taking our steps, man. I'm, I'm, we are fired up. Um, we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that our kids are going to, you know, have the, a great learning experience. Yeah. Um, we got two weeks to prepare for it, which is a little bit different this time. Um, and we're going to, we're going to hit the ground running. Um, I I would say, and I I just want to encourage any district leaders or people who are in schools, um, at any given time, you're in the right spot, right? Um, This is a time where your leadership is necessary because you are where you are. And if it's not you, then who? If you are a teacher, don't just problem. I tell my teachers this, don't just identify the problem now. I need, I need you to propose a solution mm. right up, one, two, three, propose a solution. Cause that's going to help. That's going to help me when we get to the table and we start to make decisions for the school. I'll have like, Hey, Miss Yaconelli wrote up this framework. We should use this. And right now we need all the help that we can get. So if you're a teacher propose solutions, if you are an administrator, like don't be afraid to make a decision, make yeah. a decision. And if you believe it's right for kids and right for your community, man, go for it and be confident in the fact that you're doing everything that you can and everything that you know how to
0: do. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amen. I, I, Hey, if you're not a teacher, <laughs> start, pro- start proposing solutions. Right. I, I, uh, I am a huge fan, like, I don't know, there's a couple people on Twitter, I swear to God. The only thing they do is just, everything sucks, and this decision sucks, and this decision sucks, and if people are stupid, right? Hey, what's your call? What do you got? Right. Like I'm not even denying, like, some of the things they're bringing up, I'm like, yep, what yep. you got? Yep. So, I just, I love that you're making that. You're full of them tonight, man. I didn't even need to, you should just <laughs> host this one on your own. <laughs> Oh uh, yes, but that's that's a good way to end it. Uh, yeah. What's your solution? I, I, I like this year. You know, like you said, you know, start. You know, what what do you got? Write down three. Heck, that's just a good fun exercise to have. You hear something on the way into school, and something that's a problem in the world. This is a fun activity, man. Like there's there's so much. Like you, you just have
1: to like, if 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 you if you're going to worry right about the situation. And you're gonna be all anxious about it. Just, just let me know. It as soon as that starts to help the situation, call me. I got some money for you, right? right. <laughs> but I know it's not gonna happen. So, like, if worrying won't change the color of your hair, yeah, then then proposing solutions. Like, if if you can, if you get to your school leader and say, "Hey, here's here's what I'm feeling." and here's my problem can we do can we do it like this and your administrator your principal is going to be a one happy dude or girl because like when people when we're all thinking about solutions like we can't fail we like it's impossible for us to fail right now yeah i believe that i don't know
0: no i totally agree i totally agree well, this was a heck of an episode. Uh, you know where to find us. If you have any comments or suggestions, I uh, I think this one was pretty succinct on, uh, especially on the unlearning pods. And yes, we, have, we want to check out next Wednesday's episode. The uh, the founder of a company that is doing these pods will join us. Wow. Yeah, and I t- I think i already told you last week. Man, we had a huge spike, especially yeah. in the UK. Still, the numbers are up. Thank you, people in London and a couple other cities. Uh, By the way, I love the data breakdown that I get. Anyway, that's the story for another day. All right. Well, for a very poignant and very insightful Jamal Crook, I am Don Wettrick. I'm less insightful, Don Wettrick, but nonetheless enjoyed the conversation reminding you those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.